0: everything and change. change, that war too made you open your brain, open your, open your brain. Eric Vanek, is here so remember the name, remember the name, hey, hey. he got the waiver wire for the week, tell you who to start and who to you give a seat, see. dropping the podcast every week, uh-huh. you know the knowledge is elite, uh-huh. after the show we gon' hold a Lombardi. Lombardi, celebrating like we throwing a party. The party, this the blueprint and I know they gon' copy, cause my man, intros always go the hottest, cause this is America's game, Welcome back to the Later Wire show here on South Harmon. I am Eric Vanek, and you can find me on Twitter at Eric Vanek NFL. Uh, also follow the show's account at South Harmon FF on Twitter as well. South Harmon YouTube, always South Harmon FF as well on YouTube. Make sure you guys check that out every single day. Uh, we always got new stuff going on there. The 40 Chess Podcast. Um, all of our other podcasts are on there in video form as well um start sit show we always do on sunday mornings uh for you guys live at noon uh patreons we start at eleven thirty. if you're a patreon member you'll get a link in the discord there uh to join us to get your questions answered before we start on the uh, live feed but yeah come come join us there on the patreon as well south Harmon ff on there i believe as well And then, um, yeah, America's Game, do that every single uh, Thursday for you guys, that comes out Thursday mornings, the YouTube comes out Thursday evenings, um, at America's Game Pod for that one, so guys check that out, we got a sweet new intro on there that um, Fizzle did the uh, music for, and Adam did the um, awesome uh, video work for it, so make sure you guys check that out as well if you haven't, it's one of the you know really good uh intros out there that i really uh think is out there so just check that out it's, it's pretty cool um and then you know just a reminder i i'm recording this on monday before the monday night games start here so if there's any big injuries in the monday night game that uh they are not included in this report so i just wanted to give you that so let's start here and talk about these damn injuries So starting with the quarterbacks for the injuries. So Justin Fields, sounds like he dislocated his thumb on his throwing hand. Sounds like it's going to be a week or two. Um, That's going to have to heal and he's going to have to be able to grip the ball to be able to throw it and actually might even be a couple more weeks. Um, No word on if he's going to go on IR yet, but that is a possibility. Once we get into it here, um, I'll talk a little bit more about his backup. Um, Trevor Lawrence, he's dealing with a knee sprain, and the bad thing with Trevor Lawrence is he plays on Thursday night. I'm going to guess that Trevor Lawrence is going to miss this game on Thursday night. Um, So C.J. Bethard, who I'll talk about here in a moment as well, should be the starter now for at least uh, this week, and maybe next week we'll see how long this knee sprain lasts. Next one up is Baker Mayfield. He suffered a left hand injury, they're calling it right now. Um, but I did see a video of him after the game, and he was kind of like not moving his left arm at all. So I don't know if that's just uh, he was just holding his, you know, the, the hand steady and just wasn't moving his arm just from the video. Who knows? But they're calling it a left hand injury. Obviously, not his throwing hand, but it's still going to affect him to be able to get the snap and take snaps on their center and stuff like that. So Mayfield is one um to monitor this week as well not sure if he's going to play he's a pretty tough player so i would expect mayfield plays but you know just keep your eyes to the reports on that one uh, next one up is a guy who's on bye this week, and that is Ryan Tannehill. So Tannehill suffered um, an ankle injury kind of similar to the one that he suffered last year that knocked him out the last two weeks. So there's no word yet on if Tannehill is going to miss time because they are on a bye and you're probably not going to get any info until next week. Um so in the meantime, you're going to have, you know, Malik Willis or or Will Levis. Uh, Malik Willis was the backup in this game, and he's been the backup pretty much all season long. So we'll see what happens there with Tannehill. I would expect Tannehill to miss a couple weeks here. Uh, Jimmy G. So he hurt his back, and they sent him to the hospital. Um, I think he stayed there overnight for supervision purposes. I'm going to say Jimmy G misses a week here. I'm not sure exactly what the back injury is, uh, but I think he is going to miss. Uh, another huge, huge one is Christian McCaffrey. So he's dealing with an oblique injury. Um, they're doing the MRI today, it sounded like. Uh, no like uh, definitive result yet, but... McCaffrey might miss a game or two here. We'll have to monitor that. Um, David Montgomery, rib cartilage injury. Um, He was ruled out immediately pretty much after when he got the injury, and he's already ruled out for this Sunday coming up. Usually the rib cartilage is like a a pain tolerance one, but it sounds like this one... Obviously, if he's ruled out already, it's going to be probably another week or two after this. Hopefully, it's just a one-week injury that he misses, and he's okay to play after that. Um, but Montgomery is going to miss this week. Uh, Damian Harris, very scary sight on Sunday Night Football. Um, sounds like he is out of the hospital. Um, he is in concussion protocol and all that. It was his only snap of the night, too, which is like... Tragic like he had the one snap And had this major injury where he got To get um, taken to the hospital in An ambulance so um, Glad that Damien Harris is okay but He's definitely not going to play this week uh, Kyron Williams, that's another big one. He suffered a sprained ankle, and it sounds like he might miss a week or two. Definitely missing this week, they've already ruled. Um, so that sucks for Kyron Williams. Um, and then the other one to monitor is Debo Samuel, who left halfway through the Browns and 49ers game. Um, Debo, he always picks up these little nagging injuries, and that sucks. Um, not, no word yet on if Debo is going to miss. That was a shoulder injury, I do believe. Um I would expect Debo probably one week, and then he should be okay after that. We'll see how it goes. But Debo is one of those players, like when he has the injury, man, he just his numbers definitely suffer. So, um, not really too interested in starting him this week if he does play, um, unless he fully practices and all that. So that that's a caveat. Um, so the bye weeks, I want to mention those real quick. This is a one of the bye week apocalypse weeks. Panthers, Bengals, Cowboys, Texans, Jets, Titans. You got any of those players, uh, you're hurting this week for sure. Especially, you know, you got your Burrow, Chase, Higgins, Dallas. You got your Pollard, Dak, CeeDee Lamb. You know, Titans, Derrick Henry, Panthers, Adam Thielen's been killing for you. Yeah, so it kind of sucks this week for bye. So hopefully we can help you uh, get through here. So looking at the quarterbacks for redraft this week. So the ones that I like... um, I'll start with uh, Matt Stafford against Pittsburgh if he's available in your league. And that's just because, man, it's Stafford. Um, he's got Cooper Cup attached to him. He's got Puka Nakua. And I think without Kyron Williams, they're going to have to throw a little bit more here. Uh, I'll start Stafford this week and take my chances with Cooper Cup. Basically, you get all those Cooper Cup points, too, when Stafford throws to him. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, next one up is Jordan Love. If somebody did drop Jordan Love... Um, because he was on a bye this week and he's available I think he's a good one he's playing Denver so Packers get a, a week of rest and they go to Denver who Denver has been one of the absolute worst defenses of the year I think this could be like a big Christian Watson home run type game uh, so really like Jordan Love this week and then the other one I want to mention is Tyrod Taylor it sounds like Um, We didn't really mention it, but Daniel Jones' uh, neck injury, they're still not sure what it is, and they also brought in a couple quarterbacks to look at today. So I'm guessing Daniel Jones is going to miss maybe another game or two here. So Tyrod should be in there. The good thing about Tyrod is he doesn't turn the ball over. Yes, he doesn't have massive stats, but he can run the ball a little bit, and Washington has been absolutely terrible against wide receivers lately. So I, I wouldn't be shocked if we get the big... You know, Jalen Hyatt finally gets that big play that we've been waiting for. Oh, Wandale Robinson has a big game coming up here. So I really like Tyrod Taylor. Um, if you're desperate for a quarterback in redraft this week. Um, all right, dynasty quarterbacks I want to mention. So this is a huge long list. Bear with me. Uh but Tyson Bagnet, he's gonna be playing for Justin Fields here. Bagnet is just like a uh he was an undrafted rookie didn't look that great when he did play but if you're like super desperate for a quarterback he's gonna be available out there for you this week uh fab wise i'm not like i'm not breaking the bank for him if i can get him for 15 20 bucks awesome if not then whatever and i'm trying to if i do acquire him and i don't need him any fourth round pick he you can sell him for just take that little bit of profit if you can um even if you trade him for a running back or wide receiver that you know you kind of like or maybe somebody who's not playing a lot right now like a hunter renfro if i could trade Baggett for and like just take a shot on hunter renfro and maybe some fab or something like that i'd be willing to do that uh next up cj bethard who i mentioned earlier it sounds like bethard is going to probably start This Thursday So if you need a quarterback uh, You have Trevor Lawrence CJ Beathard is the guy to go get Um, I mean he's got weapons around him He's got Ridley He's got Evan Ingram He's got Christian Kirk ETN These guys are healthy right now So as long as Beathard can just sit there And distribute the ball I don't hate Beathard this week If you're in a tight spot And you gotta start one of these quarterbacks Uh, Next up is PJ Walker for the Browns (laughs) If you listen to me on the live stream, I didn't love it. I still don't love it. I think P.J. Walker is terrible, and he was pretty terrible in this game too. I know they got the win, but it definitely wasn't based off of him. So P.J. Walker is like bagging it to me. Uh, Any guy, I'd sell him for a fourth or like a a running back or wide receiver that's on the bottom that I could pick up. Uh, Next up, Kyle Trask. So this is going to be dependent on... Baker Mayfield's health if Baker Mayfield can't play this week obviously Kyle Trask is in play I don't um I think Trask is all right I kind of want to see him play a game I don't know how like perfect that's gonna be but man I think um Trask and a little spot start might not be terrible, especially with Godwin and Evans, and if he can just uh, distribute the ball to those guys. Uh, The Titans guys, so they are on a bye this week. We don't know exactly who it is, but I want to bring them up anyways, and that's Malik Willis and Will Levis. Honestly, I think the Titans were kind of done with Willis. Um, so, I would hope they want to see Will Levis, the guy they spent, you know, a top, you know, they traded up for um, and high in the second round to get. So, I'm kind of hoping it's Levis, especially off of a buy. They can give him a week to ramp up and know the game plan, know the team he's playing against. That's what I would like to see, but well, you're not going to know until next week because they're not going to make anything uh, known this week. Uh, next up was Aiden O'Connell. So,. Brian Hoyer, the only reason that he came in for Garoppolo is because he was the active guy. Aiden O'Connell was um, inactive for that game. So I think Hoyer is kind of just like the emergency backup. Like if something goes wrong in the game, we want to put the guy who knows a little bit more in for some reason. I don't really get it. Like O'Connell started... That one game against the Chargers. So why isn't he the backup? Like I think he's more than capable of going in there, but I don't know. Maybe they just want Hoyer in there. I don't know. But I would expect if Garoppolo misses this game, which I think he will, Aiden O'Connell will go back in there. And I like Aiden O'Connell out of the guys that we've talked about so far. I like Aiden O'Connell the best. So if you're, I'm gonna go get one of these guys. I probably go get Aiden O'Connell or the next guy I'm gonna talk about, which is Tyrod Taylor. So if Tyrod Taylor wasn't picked up last week. He probably was, but on the off chance he wasn't. Um, I do like Tyrod Taylor this week, too, just as much as Aiden O'Connell. So if you had to pick up one of those guys, you can do that. And then two, like, deeper league um, guys that I want to mention. So it's Malik Cunningham and Will Greer, both Patriots quarterbacks. So Malik Cunningham was the backup this week and active. He played a couple snaps. Um, Bill Belichick keeps, you know, talking this guy up. He's been playing receiver, obviously plays quarterback a little bit too. Um, He's just talked about how much of a a pro he is in, in practice. So, Uh, He really likes Malik Cunningham. And then there was a rumor this weekend about Will Greer that um, he's, you know, familiar with the offense now, and he might finally get a chance. So I wouldn't be shocked if Will Greer is a guy that ends up being um, somebody who comes in for Mac Jones here because Mac Jones, um, as much as I like Mac Jones, he has been absolutely awful this year. So you're going to kind of have to um, watch on Mac Jones this week as well. All right, now on to the running backs for redraft. So the first one I'm going to mention here is Roshan Johnson. If he was dropped, pick him up. He's probably going to be the starter um, after he con- clears uh, concussion protocol this week. He missed this week because of it. Should be back this coming week. Um, Deontay Foreman and Darrington Evans were just average. Um, Roshan can do everything, and I think Roshan is going to be the guy if he comes back this week. Um, Jordan Mason and Elijah Mitchell and I would prefer Jordan Mason Mason played more this week he had five for 27 and a touchdown once McCaffrey left um Elijah Mitchell did not do anything like it was like three for minus five or something like that um Mason has been the better player two weeks in a row now, and Elijah Mitchell is always hurt. So I am going to prioritize Jordan Mason myself. Um, He's probably going to be, if we hopefully we get news on McCaffrey this evening or tomorrow before waivers run on Wednesday for most people, if we get that information, I think Jordan Mason is probably going to be the guy to pick up this week. If McCaffrey is out for a couple weeks or whatever it is, um, mason should be the guy you want to prioritize here so especially in that offense man i could see spending 50 60 of my budget on jordan mason if i need some wins so that's a big one um devin singletary so he had more playing time than damian pierce this week and it's kind of been slowly creeping that way unfortunately um they used um Singletary is a closer this week, too, so that's why he maybe he got a little bit more snaps there at the end, but he played 34 snaps, which is 54%. He had 12 for 58 on the ground and one for four. And Singletary looks, um, you know, he looked better than Pierce has the last couple of weeks, so kind of monitor that one. Singletary could be a nice, sneaky, like, depth running back piece who ends up becoming the starter here at some point. Um, next up, Keontae Ingram. So we had. The whole cluster last week with De Mercado. Ingram wasn't active, all that. Nobody knew who the starter was going to be. It ends up being Ingram. He played 28 snaps, 11 routes, two targets. He had 10 for 40 and 2 for 11 in the receiving game. Um, and also, who I'll talk about here in a little bit, is Damian Williams played over De Mercado um, in the run game. De Mercado was pretty much just the PPR um, receiving back in this game. So that's all De Mercado is going to be the PPR back for me. Um, Correct. Reynolds so this is another one that's probably going to be a high priority pickup this week with David Montgomery already ruled out we don't know if Gibbs is going to play next week either he's been out two weeks in a row with a hamstring um so Reynolds 43 snaps 29 routes run he had two targets caught both of them for 28 yards and he had 10 carries for 15 yards not anything special but This Lions team loves to run the ball. They have a really good offensive line. Tampa Bay has a pretty stout run defense, so that's why they weren't as good uh, effective running the ball this week. But Craig Reynolds is definitely going to be a priority pickup this week and maybe for two weeks. Um, Next one up I want to mention Latavius Murray. He split the snaps evenly with James Cook. Obviously, I talked about Damian Harris and his injury. He only played one snap. I would guess Harris is going to miss this week too, so Murray is in there. 30 snaps, 13 routes, he had 12 carries for 45 yards rushing the ball. So look out for Latavius Murray um, being, you know, with all these bye weeks this week, six teams on bye, and you're desperate for a running back? Like, just throwing in Latavius Murray, and hopefully he gets, you know, this same stat line, 12 for 45, but maybe he falls in the end zone once because he is, like, the goal back for them. So you could do worse than Latavius Murray so dynasty running backs now so keaton mitchell uh he was activated this week for baltimore he didn't play a snap though but the more important thing is he kept melvin gordon and kenyon drake on the practice squad this week they didn't even activate either of them i would assume probably one of gordon or drake gets cut this week and to make room for somebody and then we'll see what happens there but keaton mitchell um, Somebody you want to stash in Dynasty And just kind of see what happens He's really explosive but he's tiny So we'll see what happens there He might get 5 or 6 carries And maybe he pops one off So we'll see what happens there But I think they're kind of content right now With, with Justice Hill and Gus Edwards uh, Duo right now uh, Chris Rodriguez Jr. So he played Snicks Snaps this week um, Which doubled his season total So he had 6 through the first 5 weeks And then week six here, he played six snaps. So he doubled his snaps this week. He had one target. He had four carries for 23 yards. I think Rodriguez, you know, they're kind of wanting to see what they got there a little bit. And they're going to slowly work him in. So that is a deep dynasty stash, I think, that you could pick up uh, Rodriguez for. Darrington Evans, who I mentioned, 24 snaps, nine routes run, one target, nine carries for 32 yards. Basically just picked up off of a practice squad. Um, I just... He'd probably be active for next couple of weeks, um, while Khalil, Khalil Herbert is out. But he'll have Roshan and Foreman ahead of him. I just don't know how much Evans would even play. I'm not like in love with picking up. I've seen you know, already a bunch of people picked him up in a lot of my leagues. Um, he's just never been anything special. So that's one of I just wanted to mention him, but I don't not really prioritizing him. Uh, Salvan Ahmed, 24 snaps, 16 routes, five targets. He caught three of those for 11 yards, and he ran the ball six for 23 and a touchdown. Uh, with Jeff Wilson probably coming back next week, uh, Chris Brooks did get hurt in this game, and I think uh, he got carted back to the locker room. So I'm not sure how severe it is. But hey, if you know Jeff Wilson isn't still ready, isn't uh, is not ready to go, then Ahmed could be um, you know a guy that that gets a lot of. Uh, garbage time and some you know just some snaps man and especially on this Miami offense I kind of want anybody on that so if you got to um, if Ahmed is out there I would definitely pick him up Uh, Zach Evans so Zach Evans um, he had four carries for 10 yards here in garbage time in this game Ronnie Rivers is going to miss about a month with a, I I believe it was an ankle injury as well So, Zach Evans is kind of the backup right now. I bet you they probably bring out Royce Freeman, too. So, that's another name you could add to the list. Uh, But, yeah, Evans and Freeman will probably be behind behind Kyron Williams. And Kyron Williams might miss this week, too. So, Zach Evans could honestly be the starter this week. I kind of forgot about that, that both were out. Um, So, yeah, Zach Evans, definitely somebody that you should uh, consider this week, and we'll see what happens uh damian williams for the cardinals so 13 snaps three routes one target caught that for one for eight yards and eight carries for 36 yards so when he was in there they gave him the ball and he didn't look bad like he had just as many yards as Keontae ingram did so um, i actually scooped up a bunch of damian williams Um, On Saturday, which was nice when he got elevated And he already surpassed Tony Jones Who they picked up off of waivers So Damian Williams, definitely a guy I want to um, Spend a couple bucks on and get him on my roster Because if Keontae Ingram keeps sucking I wouldn't be so shocked if Damian Williams here Is is the starter while James Conner is out Uh, A super deep one is Divine Ozigbo Uh, He was called up from the practice squad this week To play from Detroit Um, And he did get a couple carries with, uh, you know, David Montgomery exiting the game. So, Ozigbo picks up the offense here. Um, If Gibbs misses again, Ozigbo could be the backup this week. Um, So, there you go. Divine Ozigbo. Okay, wide receivers now for redrafts. I only got a couple here that I want to mention. So, Trey Palmer. um, Seems like after the bye week uh, that they just came back from Tampa Bay, that is, uh, Trey Palmer pretty much took over the third Uh, wide receiver role from Devin Tompkins and anybody else. He played... Excuse me, 37 snaps, 27 routes. He had seven targets, caught two of them for 47 yards. I think that had a lot to do with Baker Mayfield just missing some guys and uh, playing against a tough Detroit defense. But, hey, Trey Palmer is the number three wide receiver there for Tampa, and they are having to throw the ball because they can't run the ball. Um, if you look at some of their rushing stats, it's been pretty brutal there. So Trey Palmer is a sneaky guy and a redraft league to pick up. Uh, The next two are Giants receivers, and I've been talking about this for two or three weeks now that Wandale Robinson and Jalen Hyatt need to be the guys, and it finally happened in this game. Wandale Robinson, 46 snaps, 60%, 32 routes run, 8 targets, caught both of them, or all 8 for 62 yards, 100% of the snaps and 11 personnel. So Wandale is the starting slot receiver. No questions asked on this team He is the guy Um, Jalen Hyatt 57 snaps 73% 35 routes 4 targets 3 for 21 He missed a big play down the sidelines That was really nice Um, I think it was a guy down the uh, offensive lineman Down the field that they called it on Um, But yeah Hyatt and Robinson Are in there Isaiah Hodgins took the back seat this week to Hyatt So I think these guys are going to finally get their chance And they're playing to Washington this week I would not be shocked if Hyatt or Wandale Robinson have a big game this week. Uh, So definitely like both of them. Wide receivers in Dynasty. Nelson Aguilar, I want to bring him up. 37 snaps, 52%, which is second most on the team. Uh, 23 routes, 3 targets, 2 for 40. Uh, Bateman and Odell are kind of like splitting snaps. And Aguilar's been out there quite a bit. And... um, with Aguilar out there, he's been in the slot a little bit more than some of these other guys. I can't, you know, just Aguilar's not a bad guy to have on your bench right now, especially if Bateman and Beckman just keep... Um Sucking right now so definitely like Aguilar as a guy uh, to stash on your roster Brandon Powell So we got what we wanted from the Vikings our first game without Justin Jefferson What were they gonna do was it gonna be more Josh Oliver or was it gonna be more Brandon Powell and the answer was more Brandon Powell So 34 snaps 60% of the snaps he ran 25 routes four targets three for 20 Josh Oliver on the other hand he played 22 snaps He only ran two routes So the answer was Brandon Powell. Definitely a guy I would pick up and stash um, in my dynasty leagues if I can. Next up, Tyler Scott. So with Chase Claypool gone and traded, Econemia St. Brown is on IR. Tyler Scott took over the slot role this week. 39 snaps, 59%, four targets, two for 12. Just want to bring up that Tyler Scott is out there and playing a lot more. Next up I want to bring up is Jake Bobo. So Bobo is playing a lot in the red zone when the Seahawks are down there and playing more three receivers, and it's kind of taken away from JSN. But Jake Bobo, 23 snaps, 15 routes run, two targets, two for 43. made a couple really nice grabs against Cincinnati this week, and they really like Jake Bobo. He has pretty much set himself up in that fourth receiver spot. I don't see Dwayne Eskridge coming back and taking this spot from Jake Bobo either. So I really like Bobo as that fourth receiver. And, you know, Lockett's been banged up in the past. Metcalf's already banged up. You know, JSN got hurt already in the preseason. So Jake Bobo could be a sneaky little guy to add right now. And then all of a sudden, whoops, one injury, two injuries, whatever. Bobo's in the starting lineup for the Seahawks. So definitely a guy I would pick up in my deeper dynasty leagues. Ray Ray McLeod. So this was basically for a Debo Samuel replacement. Um, If Debo misses, Ray Ray played quite a bit, 44 snaps, 71%. He ran 26 routes, only was targeted two times, one for four. But just wanted to bring up that Ray Ray McLeod um, is kind of the Debo replacement. Noah Brown came back off of IR in this one for the Texans And obviously without Tank Dell Tank Dell should be back this week I wonder what the situation is going to be with Brown when he comes back Or once Dell comes back 35 snaps, 56%, 23 routes run, 5 targets, 2 for 37 So just wanted to bring up Noah Brown as a guy that you might want to stash And just see what happens If there's any injuries I think Noah Brown could definitely fill in there for somebody Tyquan Thornton he came back this week, um, and the Patriots missing Demario Douglas Juju, and their wide receiver core is a mess. So Thornton coming back, maybe he get maybe he's the one. Who knows? I didn't really like Thornton coming out last year. I know some people did, but I just wanted to bring him up. Twenty five snaps, eighteen routes, two targets, one for six. His first game back, he was like third in wide receiver snaps too. So. Uh, not like a fluke or anything on Tyquan Thornton. But if he is out there, maybe it's a guy of the stash, and and we'll see what happens. Last wide receiver for Dynasty, Olmedy Zacchaeus. And that is because Quez Watkins went on the IR, Zaccheaus is the third receiver. Um, There isn't anybody even close to like a fourth receiver on this team. So has 57 snaps, 42 routes, two targets, only one for five. He's probably more of a best ball type guy. I would never start him in a lineup league, but best ball, hey, if he catches one of those touchdowns or a deep ball or something like that, he could be somebody who sneaks into your lineup. Uh, tight ends for redraft so kylan granson i wanted to bring up i still like andrew ogletree who i've mentioned on this podcast a couple times but granson 45 snaps this week 34 routes run four targets three for 67 Uh, with Minshew out there and Minshew being the better thrower right now i could see granson continuing to be somebody that gets used him and ogletree both so uh granson's not a bad one Trey McBride finally got out there some more um, after my pleas on this podcast for a couple of weeks. 44 snaps, 21 routes run, 5 targets, 4 for 62. He played more in 11 personnel than Zach Ertz did, so McBride was kind of out there more in passing situations finally. And I would ex- expect the Cardinals to be down more often than not, so maybe McBride is finally going to get out there. Um, another tight end for redraft that had a really good game was Michael Mayer. He was finally getting used. The Raiders finally started to get him the ball. If you are desperate for a tight end in redraft, I, I would mind taking the shot on Michael Mayer and hope he explodes here, kind of like some of these other rookie tight ends have done lately. I, uh, I think um, Michael Mayer might be set up for that. Tight ends for Dynasty. So shout-out to Scott Connor. Charlie Kohler, okay, he only played six snaps there, mostly as a blocker, but Isaiah Likely is coming back to earth here. Isaiah Likely only played like 15 snaps. Uh, I think Kohler is definitely the more athletic profile if you look at their RAS scores, for sure. I think Kohler, um, if he can get a chance, man, he could maybe overtake Isaiah Likely. So I just want to throw him out there as a really deep, tight end dynasty stash. Uh, Colby Parkinson 32 snaps led the Seahawks in tight end snaps 45% 19 routes four targets three for 16 he led the um, tight ends in snaps routes targets all that so Colby Parkinson is he the starter now I don't know we'll see Um, more on that here in a minute uh, Brenton Strange for the Jaguars, a rookie tight end that they took in the second round. 34 snaps, 53%, 10 routes run, 2 for 27, and a touchdown. So Brenton Strange is kind of finally overtaking Luke Farrell, and they're using Brenton Strange here a little bit. So that is a name to keep an eye out on. Um, And then the last one, Tommy Tremble. So he basically played two less snaps than Hayden Hurst. So they basically split 31 snaps, 45 percent. Tremble ran 16 routes, two targets, two for 25. So if you're in a desperate, you know, tight end league or you need a tight end there, Tommy Tremble is splitting the snaps with Hayden Hurst at least. All right, and last but not least, Eric's what-the-fuck-are-we-doing-here-man segment. So I got a couple of them uh, this week for you. So the Falcons splitting the wide receiver two-rule between four guys. They literally had between, like, 29 and 22 snaps all four of these guys. Like, what are we doing? Just pick a guy and go with it. None of these like none of these guys are even rosterable in a fucking best ball league because of this. So Van Jefferson, Mac Collins, Kaderil Hodge, Scotty Miller, all between 29 and 22 snaps. Like, what are we doing, Falcons? The Falcons are just mind-boggling to begin with, with the way they run stuff. Um, I mean, they're using three tight ends at over 30 snaps each. So it's, Falcons are just, Arthur Smith is uh, a moron, let's say. Seahawks, so they're back to their three-way fuckfest at the tight end spot. 32 snaps for Parkinson, 32 for Will Disley, 31 for Fant. Parkinson had four targets, Disley and Fant each had one target. Like, come on, Seahawks, do we really have to play three tight ends here? Will Disley is absolutely terrible. Just play Parkinson and Fant. You guys were doing a lot better when those two were out there. Hopefully they switch to it and go back to that. The Saints, another tight end one. So with Jawan Johnson out, Tyler or uh, Taysom Hill ran the most routes of his career, uh, most catches. And it just made Foster Moreau and Jimmy Graham just absolutely worthless. So if you're carrying Moreau or Graham in any of your leagues, just drop them. They are absolutely worthless right now. Uh, not even worth rostering. Um, Hunter Renfro, obviously, there was the trade rumor that came out that the Raiders are looking to trade him, but thank God, because they only gave him seven snaps this week. Hunter Renfro is definitely one of the best slot receivers in the league, and for whatever reason, Josh McDaniels does not want to use him as that. Like, God, I would love for him to go to the Saints and just go be the slot receiver there with Thomas and Olave on the outside, and they can smick Shahid in there too. Like, get Carr and Renfro back together. That would be lovely, but um, hopefully Renfro goes to a spot where they need a slot receiver, a pure slot receiver, and Renfro can finally get back out there. And then the last one is the Lions with Marvin Jones, third and snaps at wide receiver. What the fuck are we doing here, man? Jameson Williams and Khalif Raymond need those targets and routes more than a old-ass Marvin Jones who can't play anymore. Like, just get Marvin Jones out of here, cut him. You can go play Jamison Moore and play Khalif Raymond Moore along with Reynolds and Amonra. Like you don't need Marvin Jones out there anymore. He is to he is toast. Get him out of here. <sighs> okay, that's it for my rants for this week, guys. Uh, like I said, follow me on Twitter at Eric Vanek NFL. You can follow the show at America's Game Pod as well. At South Harmon FF on Twitter as well. YouTube, South Harmon FF, start sit show every Sunday morning. Uh, America's Game will drop Thursday morning in your podcast feeds, Thursday evenings in the YouTube feed for the uh, live video if you guys want to watch that as well. Uh, sounds like it's going to be me and Adam this week. i are going to be talking a lot about these injuries and trades and what we should do with these guys that are injured. So if you're looking forward to that, uh, tune in on Thursday on America's Game with me and Adam this week. Uh, for this week, guys, week seven, hopefully you guys survived this bi-week apocalypse. Good luck.